This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be what up, what up, what up? Hi, How are you? How are you, man? I'm doing good. Such How are a pleasure. You? How are you? I've seen you all over the internet. <laughs> well, thank you, man. I've seen you as well. Lionel, nice to Lionel, meet you. real pleasure. Ron. Ron, nice real pleasure. What's up, man? Russell. Russell, Russell nice real pleasure. I'm so sorry I'm late, guys. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. How you guys doing? You sitting here, Russell? Yeah. How's it going? It's going pretty good. How are you? Good, man. What's big? So tell me how this all started for you. All right. Okay. So, um, like, so. I just created an Instagram, I had like 300 followers, and then I just posted a video of me dancing in a silly way just for fun, and then it just blew up. Big pages just started reposting that video, and it just went everywhere, and then it just was like that constantly, like throughout the week. And then just went crazy viral. Yeah. When was that? It was a, it was a video of me dancing. No, no, I, I saw it. When, what, when was that? Oh, when? It was, um, it was last January. January of 2016. So, almost a year ago. And Rihanna shouted him out, Katy Perry brought him out to perform. I remember. SNL. I remember, I remember, I remember. He broke the internet with this. Yeah, because everybody was like, everybody loved the recall, right, that the SNL clip was, right? I was like, wait a minute, like, I remember, I was like, because her performance, first of all, was just gonna be interesting to watch how culture was gonna respond to, and then when you came out, like, like it was just wild to watch the reaction. Okay. And so, do you have any idea how it became viral? Like, do you have any idea of that 300, what happened? Oh, uh, yeah, I remember, um, okay, so like one person commented on that post on my page, hashtag don't stop white people 2K16. I have no idea why, I will never know why, but then like some page with 700,000 followers saw that hashtag and of course that was the only video on the hashtag. So he saw that and he was like, hey, this kid's kind of cool. And he posted it and tagged me. And it's kind of a little... That was the start. I and love it. I love it. From there, then, you know, Rihanna... I'm still in contact with him, too. The yeah. person on that uh, What did you say, my man? Uh, I'm still in contact with Contact. Him. Where do you live? I live in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking We've every... this before and that's how we all linked up. Um, so they just started an agency. Yeah. Him and the, like, number one video people down there. And, so yeah, he's actually a creative like, agency. Yeah, we Good basically for you. just focus on like culture instead of like looking at demographics or whatever. Like, right. feel like culture is the new skin color. It is. And, and our focus is just really like focus on culture. People who are kind of changing that. So we rep people, but we also do creative as well. I understand. Go ahead, yeah, boy. He put Richie's music in a commercial he did for Anti Tobacco. So like. Yeah. So you guys have known each other for a while. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the hot new kid. So like. It's happening right, like as you know, it's happening right now. And like, uh, Katy Perry just put on the music video, blah, 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 blah. How many so views is the Katy Perry video? I think it's at like 115 million now. How old are you? I'm 15. Love it. One thing we were talking about with backpacks, mm -hmm. we're trying to give him all these backpacks. It's like we were talking about maybe having his own backpack and like helping a backpack out and owning part of it. Like he's just, they're brand and you new. Guys, and brands, you guys like, manage brands. him or rep him yeah, or? We rep him. We rep him. Understood. And you guys knew each other, or you reached out and uh, got connected? He, I actually, uh, one of the brands that I run, uh, he was at uh, one of our events, and he couldn't get on. He could, he couldn't it was get a on concert. stage at yeah, the time. Yeah, I, I tried to sneak backstage so I could get and on stage. I was like, hold up, nobody's like repping you, like because every like people were looking on stage, but it was always fifteen people around him in the crowd. Like he, yeah, he, he would go to the other side, you would see all these phones. And I was like, hold up, nobody's like 
you know, helping you out. And um, I think he has somebody, but they didn't really sure. understand, like, yeah. the, his At the influence. Level. And so, like, since, yeah, you know, we've been working with him. Yeah, security guards didn't know who I was. And what, uh, and what, um, what does your family think about this? Uh, my mom, she's pretty supportive, and she, like, lets me go everywhere. And my dad, he's, like, not very into the, like, hip-hop culture kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of, like... He just like sees me as my, as the normal son that he birthed. <laughs> Understood. I love it. I love it. So keep keep talking, boy. Is there anything? No, thank you. Um, Sorry. Is there any? Is there anything from any of your perspective that I might be able to help with? Is it things like more philosophical, big thinking around a brand or a JV with like what are the economics around getting really put on by a pack pack brand or starting your own, like yeah, that yeah. business talk? What are you doing on Snapchat? And he was just saying he has a lot of tall girl fans and really young to Makes a ton of sense. Growing with them. Of course. Um, I use Snapchat for Real life? Yeah, like I restrict Snapchat to just me and the people that I know in real life. Why? My school. Because since Instagram is such a public social media for me, I just like. You wanted to have something for yourself. Yeah, to just. just and te- and texting and texting couldn't do that for you. Texting, but like with texting, you can't like enter. Like you can't like socialize with. I get it. People as good as Snapchat. I understand. And I don't want to give out my number all the time to people that I know because maybe if I don't trust them as much. Of course. Like with my Snapchat, then you find out. What about, um, are you producing content on Musical.ly? I had Musical.ly a while back, but I kind of got bored of it because it didn't really fit me, like Instagram did. So I kind of... Just let it play. Understood. He also does music. Um, he's working with this DJ, DJ Suede. I don't know if maybe during Thanksgiving did you ever hear the greens, beans, things? Yeah. That, yeah, he produced that. So he's been working with that. Um, that's something that, you know, we're kind of developing and... Trying to see how much or how little you opportunity you have. But right now his impact as a digital influencer, the recall that we get with the brand deals that we did, we just did something with Xfinity. He posted, he, he got over 1,500 comments. Um, the views are on point. We did something with an app called Holo, which is like... Um, what are the size of the deals? Um, 10 to 20. Great. And he's at like 700,000, right? No, almost 875,000. That's good. That's a good number for that kind of like, but the depth is there. He's got yeah. real fans. He's got real fans. The engagement. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, my recommendation, like if I was like, you know, if we came into this and like we're going to be all partners, like I quit VaynerMedia and this is my life, yeah. the number one move I do is map every single backpack company in the game from them if they're number one because you actually like them and it's hot all the way down to the one that is whack and not hot and look at it in a room like this and be like, okay, reach out to all of them and be like, cool, yo, what's up guys? And like, what can we do? And they're going to say, well, we'll give you a ton of shit. We love you. And you're like, what about money? Yeah. No. What about equity? Of course not. If we're not giving you money, we're not giving you equity. Cool, thank you. Next. You know, Jan Sport, we want to bring that back? Or I don't even, it's probably, everything's back. Jan Sport, want to do something? Yeah. What are you going to give us? Free stuff? Of course. You're going to pay us? Sure. How much do you charge? 20,000 votes. Cool. You want to give us 1% equity in the company? No. Cool. Number three. Backpack, backpack, backpack. What up? Hey, you're going to give us free stuff? Yep. You're going to pay us? Yeah, how much is it? 20,000 posts. Cool. 
You wanna give us equity? Yep. How much? We'll give you 2% of the company if you sign a three year deal, only wear our shit, da da da. Then you decide. Cool, thank you. Next. Hello, backpack, 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 backpack. Well, What's up? You can only have one deal. Sure. Well, notice how I'm calling everybody? <laughs> if I have to wear this stuff for three years, I can't wear two people's stuff for three years. No. Ready, ready, ready? You're exactly right. Let's play it out. If I paid you $100 to wear one backpack for the next three years, would you do it? No. If I paid you $20 million, would you do it? Yes. That's the game I'm explaining. What you need to do is get it from no to 100% fucking yes, everything in between, and then figure out the right spot. When I did my K-Swiss deal, right, first thing I negotiated before money, before anything else, is like, I'm gonna wear other sneakers. They could have said no. I've got football player, Braxton Miller, my football player, can't wear other shit besides Adidas. It's all about, when I was your age, there was a wrestler in the WWF, his name was the Million Dollar Man. He said the smartest shit of all time. Everybody's got a price. I can make Beyonce do something right now. It might cost me $50 million, but I can get it done. So that's the game that you need to figure out, got it? A little bit. I mean, I'm only 15 and I'm good at investing like you are. I get it, but this is not about investing. This is about maximizing opportunities that you feel good about, both financially and as a kid living your life, right? You don't want to wear those Adidas every pair, every day, like, but that's what companies sometimes may want you to do. If they'd pay a lot, I would. Correct, but what you start learning is things that you say yes to now, you'll say no to. People used to pay me $5,000 to fly somewhere, they'd pay for my flight, give me a hotel room, and pay me $5,000 to go on stage and talk for an hour, and I thought that was the craziest shit of all time. I was so happy, I fucking backflipped to Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Now, people offer me $90,000 to give a speech right here in New York City, and I won't do it because that hour and 45 minutes between commuting and being on stage is just too valuable to me. What do you mean valuable if it's like, because in New York. It's because I believe with that same hour and 45 minutes, I can make more money. Maybe I don't get paid for it, like this meeting. This meeting, I don't, last time I checked, unless Boyd's take, keeping it, I don't think you're paying me for this meeting, but I'm deeming like people that, I respect Boyd, I know him for a decade, he respects you guys, cool, now we're getting connected. You've got your moment in culture right now, I'm, I'm interested, you're so young, it's gonna be fun to watch, we get to say what's up to each other, I try to give you some good advice that might be valuable to you, seven years from now, you're like, man, I'm really glad I took that one meeting, he, he taught me something, right? You play, so sometimes you're playing the long game, and sometimes you're playing the short game. Sometimes I want the $150,000 for that two hours to speak. Other times I'm taking 10 random meetings like, like, like this that don't make sense, but they make sense to me in a 20 year window, not in a 20 minute window. But wouldn't it, isn't it better to do a few big jobs and a lot of small jobs? I think it's good to do as much as you fucking can in the 18 hours that you're asleep. I, awake, excuse me. So yes, you know what I mean? So sure, I mean look, I think, it'll, uh, I think it's good to do whatever the fuck you wanna do and, and that's the spot we all wanna be in, right? Where you're doing exactly what you wanna be doing, how you're doing it, and, and by the way, it's not just about making, like I'd much rather make $6 million a year happily than make $21 million a year unhappily. Really? 100%. But $21 million would make you happy. What you learn is when you have $6 million, that the difference between six million and 21 million isn't much. You gotta get to like, you know, 
that your quality of life making six million dollars a year and twenty million dollars a year is pretty much the same. In the short term, he's um, he's about to approach a million followers. So yep. We're thinking about reaching out to a couple brands and just you know do something that's that's really you know cool. Yeah. I think I think let me give you a good piece of advice on this. Okay. I think you should do something around nine hundred forty-seven thousand followers. Everybody does that shit, and as you know, because that's why you guys are good at it. Culture, the way to hack culture is to not do what everybody else does. Right. So to me, everybody celebrates the million. I, in my career, I hit it in Twitter in two thousand seven. You know, Instagram. I never acknowledge those watershed moments. Everybody else does. To me, you might be able to do something cool. Here would be a great example. This is what you should think about. You know how like a lot of brands have numbers? You should really see if anybody out there has number, like is there a brand called 937? See where I'm going? Is there like a zip code? I'm sure there's a bunch of zip code brands. I used to always think about creating a 908 brand for Jersey. Like, you know, like, anyway, I, I would do a little homework and see if there's some sort of like fun number like that, because that you reach out to that brand, that's kind specific, of you see where I'm going. Specific. And plus the fans will be like, oh shit, that's fucking cool. Like fucking celebrating nine hundred. Who celebrates nine hundred thirty-seven thousand? Like it's a million. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just something to think about. For sure. Because that's kind of like commoditized. Yeah. Now, to your point, if you can get a nice little brand deal, <laughs> you know that's a whole different like, thing. Yeah. But give that some thought. For sure. For sure. So how old is your fan base? My fan base right now, I would say, is much like you guys talked about culture, it's a mindset, right? I've got, I've got a lot of, my fan base is people who are willing to put in the work, who like want the grind, the challenge from a mentality. But from an age, I think the sweet spot right now is like 27 year old dudes. Yeah, I've seen that too, cause like, I remember the first time you saw, I remember the first time I saw one of your videos on the internet, I was like, Wow, this dude curses a lot. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure parents won't let their kids watch this guy. Yeah, no question, I curse a lot. That's a little Jersey in me. Uh, yeah, it's funny. It's really interesting. I've been cursing on the internet for a long, long time. In 2007, six, eight, it really hurt me. Like people, like everybody, no matter what age, were really offended. I would say, because you just we the internet video wasn't consumable, like at the scale it is now. TV didn't show it except for cable TV, and so and I curse to your point. Like I'm I'm inspired by Richard Pryor. Like I curse every second word sometimes when I'm in the real zone. So, yeah, I get that reaction. Now though, it's been really interesting to watch it over. You know what? And I'm sure you uh, you you'll go through this, and you probably even thought this. What's really interesting about culture, especially for some of us that are a little older who've really watched hip hop for the last 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 years, it's crazy what's cool now. You would get punched so hard in the face so fast if you wore this backpack in 1991, right? So, you know, if you didn't wear Timbo's and a jersey or a starter jacket, uh, you were, you that, that was it, that was your that was your options. Yeah, that's now, the beautiful right, thing. It's the beautiful thing. So, so what's really cool, and this is probably the best piece of advice I could give you if you're interested, by me never wavering and doing what people told me I needed to do back then, it allowed me to have what I have now. Did I cur- listen to anybody? Yep. Yeah. Oh. I'm a big fan of it. 
let me let me let me say it a different way that's more truthful because that's just funny <laughs> to say it. Don't listen to anybody when you're when it feels terrible inside of you to listen to it. It seemed ridiculous to me to not talk to people the way I would talk to people when I would pu- when I would pump up my brother for like a basketball game. Like why would I change just because that's there? That seemed too hard. I was like, I was just always thinking like, fuck, what if I meet people? Like, and you know, like, what if I meet people? Like, I never want to act. Yeah, mask on, mask off. Too tough, too tough to remember. Yeah. Like, you know? So, yeah, I think you listen to people. You got people around you that are smart. You got your parents, you got siblings, friends. Listening is fine, but if that shit doesn't feel good inside when you hear it, never waver. Yeah, I remember, I remember he wanted me to go to this this thing for Big Crit. Yep. I really did not want to go at all. Yep. But I went because I thought that since he wanted me to do it, that it would be good to do. And? How'd it feel? And then my mom was like, Russell, it, this is your career. It is not anybody else's. You are not a puppet. That's right. And I was like, well, Nicki Minaj became famous being a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> Nicki, yeah, Nicki Minaj like signed with some producing company or something and they, and they made her big by like changing her whole entire appearance and stuff. Yeah, I think the question becomes, that's the narrative that you and I hear. How much is that is true or not? I mean, uh, she probably wasn't happy doing it, but I mean. But we don't know, but maybe maybe she did. Maybe, like, like I'm always fascinated by that stuff, right? Like that, that's the perceived, like what's perceived versus reality is, I had a meeting today with an employee where I said, look, I get, he said to me, one piece of advice, you're killing it, I love you as a CEO, like be more involved with VaynerMedia. And I said, you're being seduced by my content. I spend 90% of my time on VaynerMedia, it's just that most of my vlog can't show it because my meetings are confidential. Confidential, Right? So like the reality of something is very different than a perception. You know, your perception is that Nikki was a puppet, my perception is maybe, but I don't know how those meetings went. Maybe they were just there to execute on what she wanted. Maybe she couldn't find anybody else that wanted to support where she wanted to go and they were the infrastructure for instead of she doing what they wanted to do. I don't know. The truth is I don't know. What I know know is that, much to your point, so you went to the crypt thing or you did not? I did. Okay, good. So to me the question becomes in that scenario, actually let's use your example. You got advice to do it. You got advice to not listen to it or at least debate it for yourself because it is your career. Then you did it. Who, if that happened to be the moment where something happened that was 10X SNL and was actually the thing that changed your career, the question would become, were you a puppet? Was it him? Was it him and then you deciding for yourself yet? Yeah, like, it's interesting, right? Yeah, I went, I went for two hours and I only had a seven second part and it only took like 15 seconds to actually record that seven second part. And you know what else happens though? You'll like this one. The amount of things I do that are exactly the way you think about that, that don't work out. You know, your man says, but how many people are gonna see it? My team says, but how many people, or people say to me, but how many people see it? And the answer is, not as many as he thought. That happens every day. The other, but the problem is the other side of things happen too. The amount of kids that thought about making Vines, Musical.ly's, and Instagrams of a piece of content and then said, this is stupid, who's gonna care and deleted it, but you posted it and it changed the trajectory of your career? That's the game, it's saying yes, it's saying yes 
and realizing some shit's gonna work, some shit's not, but if you just keep saying yes, shit's gonna pop. Yeah, that's what I did before, like, um, like before I got like really, really big, like before SNL and Katy Perry's video shoot and stuff, like I just went to every possible available video shoot for anything I could. My mom was like, Russell, why are you doing this? That's taking too much time. It's not gonna ever go, it's not gonna ever make you go anywhere or anything. And then it was actually one of the videos that my mom told me I shouldn't have gone to because it was after school on a school day and I came home back really late. It was actually that video that Katy Perry actually found me in. Yep. I was like, okay, mom, how do you feel? (laughs) Wrong. She feels wrong, my man. And let me tell you the biggest mistake people make once they hit it big the way you did. They stop doing the shit that got them there because they get fancy. Shoot. Doom, doom, doom. Another you know? area I want to... Yeah, yeah, I, I have to, yeah, because like... Yeah, because like, yeah. Like, it's, it's just the truth. Do you yeah, know what... I don't think I can keep doing the same three moves in every video for the next five years. I respect so that. Make it as a career. That I respect, and I think that's smart. I think the question becomes, like, I think the question becomes, one, never getting high on your own supply, right? So you're big, but not really. I don't know. Let's let's go see how many of the 7.7 billion people on Earth know who the fuck you are. Right. So, like, one thing that people get confused on, especially your age demo on Instagram, like that is currency. Like you have more fucking followers than your entire school combined. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, you know, maybe or maybe not, but you know what I mean, right? Like, like it's, so I get why it's happening, but it's, it still doesn't mean what I'm saying isn't right, which is like, you're just starting. You got the big advantage over all of us. The one asset that matters more than anything is time. Well, I mean, I'm young. You've got it. So like, you've got a lot of opportunity. Like more than you could even wrap your head around. More than you can even wrap your head around. So I would just say, please, please be thoughtful about saying yes to things as often and as for long as possible. That, that, that's what I did to get Katy Perry to find me. If I said no to that one video, she probably would have never found me. And I think you've got seven, 12, 15 more of those in you, but if you only say yes to 43 things instead of 719, it's gonna be harder for that to manifest. These are very specific numbers you were saying. <laughs> they come to me. <laughs> <laughs> so another, another line that he's really broaching is just like kind of like comedy and, and, and being a creative. Um, so he's not, what's unique about him is, you know, you have a lot of dancers and you know, like they're dancing like super serious, but he has this, this brand where like he can he can dance if, like super serious if he wants to, but he has a brand of comedy that's into it. So he really kind of wants to either get in, into curating skits and, and even writing is something that, that you know. You know, I've got a good piece of advice for you guys. You should continue to challenge. You, so you're a creative, interesting man. You, you need to keep tasting shit. Let, let me tell you what I mean by that. What, you know, when I was listening to you, what inspired me, and I'm just listening to you, I'm like, okay, you know what this kid needs to do? He needs to do everything at least three times to see if he likes it. Like, you should paint. Like, you should, yep. Like, like when, when one is creative, it's only them not trying other creative avenues that stops them. Like, 
I don't know. Like maybe, I mean, you're a fucking badass dancer. Maybe you're a better painter. You just might be. I feel like once you have the genetic DNA, you see where I'm going? You might. You might like maybe LeBron would have been the greatest heavyweight champion of all time. Maybe. I don't know. But I know it's, you see where I'm going? Like, right? Like, I don't know. I know that when you have creativity, especially if I hear, you know, he's funny and he's, he's thinking about writing and if he's creating that framework because he's looking for other avenues for you to explore, that's one thing. If that's coming to you naturally out of curiosity, that then speaks to you better great and you better, like you should cook. You should, like you should try shit because those creative juices, if you put them in the right outlet, it might have been boom over here. Something to think about. Well, um, I was gonna say something. All right, while you keep thinking, anything else? Because I know I gotta run a client thing. Yeah, they gotta go too, so I mean, this was great. Yeah, this was great, man. Yeah, man, listen, feel free to reach out. Like any, I'm I'm on the karma kick, right? Just give love and like, you know, if it brings you guys value. Great, go ahead. Um, yeah, like, people, people like started knowing about me because like the way I danced was something that nobody's ever seen before. And how did that happen? Like, it just went along with my personality. Like, I always enjoyed making people laugh, so I always thought up of ways to make people laugh in different ways, just in case I got bored of the last way. And then it's just this one that hit people. I like that. They're like, hey, I'm tired of seeing all these serious dancers. Let's look at this funny guy. Mm-hmm. I like that. Is there a question behind that, or is that, the, or is that a piece of data, like, information? Yeah, that's, that's a piece of information. That's just what cool. I did to get people to recognize me. Look, I, I didn't expect, I didn't even like try to get people to see me. I, I was like, hey, I'm gonna post a video for my friends to see, my friends to see you. I get it. I started getting like views and views and views and views. How much did that video get views? How many views did that video get? Um, I think I like, I mean, I, I was getting followers on the spot. I think in like 24 hours, it got like, 45,000. How many followers were you getting? I got like 2K a day for like a month. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so good. I mean, 45,000 was a lot to me, but I mean, right now, like 200,000 or 300,000 is a lot for me now. I get it. It's good, my man. It's good. Cool. Appreciate the time. My man. Really appreciate it. Do your thing. I do appreciate it as well. Of course. <laughs> Very All right. generous. Thank you. Man. Thank you guys. Say, love you, Boyd. Podcast listeners, I really appreciate you giving me your ear. I respect it. I appreciate it. You want to one-star this shit? Cool. But if you want to five-star it, even better.